Chapter Eleven of Violet, a Fairy Story. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Violet, a Fairy Story by Caroline Snowden Guild. Chapter Eleven The Doctor Doctored. If Narcissa's father had looked then, he would have seen the fairy love bending over Violet till the sunny crown she wore brightened up her face and made it look beautiful as an angel's, and contentment, too, pouring perfume out of her lily urn. But the gentleman had a great deal of pride's gold dust in his eyes, and therefore he could not see very clearly. He did see the beautiful love Violet had for her ugly little pet, and felt how much better it was to be contented, like Violet, with so little, than to have almost everything, like Narcissa, and be always wishing for more. And what do you think the fairies did? They looked out of Violet's eyes, right through them, into his, and whenever she spoke, they flew into his heart with the words, till the proud man, who had not wept since Narcissa's mother died, long and long ago, felt great tears gathering in his eyes, and as these fell into the grass, contentment took care to wash away all the pride dust with her own white wings. "'The money will not cure your toad,' said he, "'but I can mend his leg, for I am a physician, and know all about broken bones.' So he made the servant bring a case from the carriage, and taking a sharp little knife from it, he cut away the eye, which was too much crushed to be of any use and then bound up the leg. But Toady kicked, and struggled, and made such a time about it, and seemed in such pain, that Violet begged him to unfasten the bandage. "'Well, you are right,' he said. "'The limb cannot be cured, and if I cut it off it will be out of his way at least.' He had no sooner done this than Toady hopped right out of his grassy nest, and looking at Violet, winked so drolly with his one eye that she laughed and cried at once, and thanked the doctor over and over again. "'You needn't thank me,' he said, "'for it seems you knew better what would suit him than I did, little girl. I wonder who taught you.' Then love and contentment looked at each other and smiled. They knew very well who had taught Violet, and they knew besides that Violet was teaching the proud, rich, learned man a lesson better than he could find in all his books or buy with all his money, for the sweet smile of contentment and the beautiful words of love which had come to him through the lips of the little berry girl, Violet, would be remembered for long years and prompt him to perform kind deeds, and thus to forget his pride and his cares, and be sometimes light-hearted as a little child. End of chapter 11 Recording by Susan Burke, SueBurkeVoice.com